My name's Darren, and you're listening to Achievability. And at the start of the show, I introduced my guest for this afternoon, Mr. Ian Law, from the Self-Trained Equal Opportunities Commission. So, welcome again, Ian. And we often hear about race discrimination, but what does it actually mean as far as the law is concerned? Well, it's about unfair treatment on the basis of race, and it needs to be in particular circumstances, such as employment, which can include agents, contract workers, partnerships, and volunteers but also in the area of education, the provision of goods and services, accommodation, clubs and associations, looking at providing qualifications to people and disposal of land. I'll perhaps give you an example from one of the cases that we've had. And a man who who I call Habib came to Australia from Afghanistan some five years ago and he became an Australian citizen last year. He finished his apprenticeship in carpentry and joined a large carpentry firm. One day a conversation started amongst his fellow workers about a TV show they'd seen on terrorists in Afghanistan. They then started taunting Habib and calling him a terrorist and one worker started to call him Osama. He felt humiliated by this and took sick leave. He contacted his manager and described what had been going on, the taunting, and um, said uh, that he couldn't take it. His manager said to him, well, probably it's better if you leave if you can't handle it. Now, he lodged a complaint with the Equal Opportunity Commission and it went to conciliation and it ended up with the carpentry firm giving him a written reference, an apology to him and his family, and financial compensation of $3,000. Some of the other types of things that we see are examples of perhaps businesses treating people badly because of their race, and that can include selling faulty goods to people and saying it's because they don't speak English, to refusing to serve people in bars and restaurants. This seems to be an example of stereotyping. Do you see many instances where this is the case? Unfortunately we do. We get the situation where people are often grouped together as a race and not looked as an individual in their own right. And of course, when people make assumptions like that, it uh, causes problems. So some of the common problems that we see are making assumptions based on what people think are cultures or customs that they don't particularly understand. And, And particularly that seems to affect Middle Eastern or Aboriginal cultures. Unfortunately, people do use race and religion for behaving badly towards other people in our community. Do you think intolerance is often through lack of understanding about other cultures? I think sometimes it is, but it's, um, uh, racial intolerance is not always simple to explain. There are a lot of other factors that can come into play. For instance, uh, economic depression, when you've got high unemployment that's often inflamed racial intolerance, particularly towards migrant groups, out of a fear of people losing their jobs to these so-called newcomers. Also, personal experience can lead to racism. Um, Many men of my parents' generation were extremely hostile towards Japanese people because of their war experiences. But I think the common thread that flows through it is a lack of understanding of other cultures. A few months ago, though, on uh, the 13th of February, thousands of South Australians were in Elder Park and watched the Prime Minister, Kevin Rudd, apologise to the stolen generations. I was lucky enough to be there, and I think it's useful to point out some of the Prime Minister's words. He said, uh, We today take this first step by acknowledging the past and laying claim to a future that embraces all Australians, a future where all Australians, whatever their origins, are truly equal partners with equal opportunities and with an equal stake in the shaping of the next chapter in the history of this great country, Australia. 
And this is something that the Commissioner supports and I think is a challenge for all of us as Australians to work toward. There has been a lot of media about the Aboriginal community in Port Augusta. Doesn't racism also exist between different Aboriginal groups and towards non-Aboriginal people? Oh yes it does. It's, um, It's not limited to where it might occur, but any criticism of groups um, doesn't go to explaining things like why so many Aboriginal people in custody and and why there's such high mortality rates of babies in their communities. The same principles apply to anyone who treats someone badly because of their race. This includes people from different Aboriginal groups, white people and all of the different racial groups that make up Australia's multicultural society. I've heard of racial vilification. What's that about? Racial vilification, or sometimes called racial victimisation, is primarily about making racist and offensive remarks or hurting people because of their race. One of the prime examples of that is putting material on the internet, denying the Holocaust as a myth uh, that's supposedly used to promote Jewish interests. Under the South Australian law, it's a criminal offence to create hatred for a particular racial group by threatening them or threatening to damage their property. A person can also take a private action through the state courts if someone does something wrong in public that creates hatred or contempt of another person because of their race. Also, under federal laws, a person can't do something that would offend or insult a person because of their race in public. This means a person cannot be insulted because of their race in places like a street, their front yard or at a pub. For this type of complaint, though, the person would have to contact the Federal Human Rights and Equal Opportunity Commission in Sydney. What can people do if, do if they believe they have been discriminated against on the basis of their race? Well, like all of these things, we we encourage people to consider sorting it out. Of course, it will depend on the circumstances. So they might be able to talk to the person who's doing the discriminating and let them know how they feel about it and what they want to happen. If it's in a work situation, they could try talking to their manager or an equal opportunity contact officer. And if they're in a workplace and the workplace has policies about discrimination, they could consider lodging a complaint with the human resources manager or the company manager. And people can also contact the Equal Opportunity Commission, can't they? Yes, that's right, Darren. Uh, They they can contact us and we can talk to them about their options for placing a complaint. And if they want to do that, they can call us on 8207-1977 or outside of the metropolitan area, they can get free call 1800-188-163 or, of course, they can have a look at our website, which is www.eoc.sa.gov. And for those who, uh, whose first language is not English, we can arrange for an interpreter if that's needed. And you'll be back in September. And what will the topic be then? Well, I thought we might tie some of this together about talking about the processes of making a complaint to the Equal Opportunity Commission. That's, that's in, and we'll speak to you soon. Thank you very much. Thanks again.